Welcome to the podcast of the Renew Community. We strive to be a Jesus community who cares about the things Jesus cares about. As we adapt in this season of pandemic, we are meeting in our house churches in person and online as a primary space for worship, formation, connection, and encouragement. Teachings like this are one way we engage with scripture seeking to become more like Christ. These teaching podcasts also serve as a conversation starter for deeper engagement at House Church. We're glad you're listening. Well, good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. Man, I've looked forward to being with you all. Um, Folks who have been at Renew for a long time and new faces, uh, it's just good to be gathered in the presence of God with God's people. Um, I love the fact that when we gather, there's always an opportunity that the presence of God is just going to break loose in some way. And I just like, I hope and dream and long for that. Um, That's why we gather. We long to see the presence of God. We long to be people of presence. Um, That's how we, we, we think about a lot of what we do. You know, we meet in homes and in communities because we feel like we want the presence of God not just to be in a particular building, but all over the place. And so we see our calling as folks who bring the presence with us wherever we go. Um, I wanted to read a passage of scripture, and um, I'm actually going to ask for a volunteer. Does anyone have a Bible with them? Can you open up to Genesis chapter 12? I have to read super loud. Or if you are a tech-savvy person and have it on your phone, and if someone could read verses one through three, we're going to we're going to the, the the chunk of my teaching is going to be on, on this, but I just want us to pay attention to it. and um, we're going to have just a real quick discussion, like what sticks out to you in this passage um, as we hear it. So be thinking about that, um, Lord. As as this passage is being read, may your spirit quicken within us um, your word. May it go deep. May it challenge, convict, comfort. Uh, may, it, may it call the dead places in our life to come to life. Um, we love you. Amen. Any volunteers? All right. I th- great. Thank, thank you. The Lord has said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All families on earth will be blessed through you. Thank you, thank you. Can I have one more reader? I'd love to hear it twice. Someone else? Doesn't have to be the same translation. Thank you, Chrissy. God told Abram, leave your country, your family, and your father's home for a land that I will show you. I'll make you a great nation and bless you. I'll make you famous. You'll be a blessing. I'll bless those who bless you. Those who you curse, I'll curse. All the families of the earth, you will be blessed through. We'll be blessed through you. Hmm. All right, so just real fast, give me a couple sentences. What, what things are sticking out to you as we hear this passage? This is called the Abrahamic Covenant, and I'll, I'll talk about it a little bit more, but I just want to get our, our wheels turning a bit at 1030 on a Sunday. Blessing. blessing. Okay, the word blessing, that jumps, yeah. Great. Yeah. What else? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Did you want to expand on that blessing? No, it's just God is blessing his people. He promises to bless them and use them to be a blessing going on. Yeah. I hope you all hear, heard that in the back. So 
God is blessing them and calling them to be a blessing. And this blessed blessing seems to be this thing that just is, there's a lot of blessing that is happening. God's heart seems to be a heart of blessing. Thank you, Kim. Yeah. Break your rhythm. Break grabbing onto Abraham, who's like, um, leave your country, your nation, your tribe, and break your rhythm. I love that. Okay. Blessing, break your rhythm. What else? I feel like we should just preach on that this morning, which I have no notes on, but that's actually really good. Yeah. God is making a promise. Yeah. 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 Dang. Did you all hear that? All right, so for those in the back, that God is making this promise, this blessing on just this guy. Like he kind of comes out of nowhere and God blesses this guy. We don't really know why. Yeah, did I miss anything? Is that pretty good? That's the abbreviated Doug version of Steve's eloquent words. Um, yeah. Yeah, so from the, yeah, go ahead. God's using his people to, to show who God is. Yeah. He's introducing, God is introducing himself through his people. Mm, God is introducing himself through his people, and he is calling his people to be his agent of blessing. Yeah. 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 We're kind of reading ahead, it's, we know that this is a real uphill journey. Yeah. Some of us are thinking, and it has been an uphill journey for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Long-term blessing. Yeah, this promise, like I'm with you. Yeah, that's good. So thank you all. This is, I was really excited. It's always scary when you're sitting in an auditorium. When you're at the Boys and Girls Club and you're facing one another, a little easier to talk, um, sometimes harder to hear, but I'm just grateful for all of your, the way that the Spirit is already working in us today. Uh, but from the beginning, uh, Renew, we have seen ourselves simply as a community that wants to focus on, on two things, but it's really one thing. And that's formation for mission. And so the idea is that we are a people that pay attention to God and we respond appropriately. And that, that kind of like, that's the secret sauce, I think, for what it is to be a, a committed follower of Jesus, to pay attention to God and to respond appropriately. And so this morning, we're starting a, a month-long journey looking at the mission of God, or for the fancy people among us, uh, the Missio Dei. Uh, but the mission of God, like God's mission, his action within the world in which we live. And so when you hear the word mission, what are some things that come to mind? You know, some of us may think of things like uh, somewhere far away um, is is a word that can be associated with mission. Um, Some people think kind of like creepy, uh, like there's this secret mission and, and, you know, what are we getting ourselves into? Um, Some people think of the word assignments. Some people may think bait and switch, like you might have, you know, or you might be thinking... um, not Kevin Cruz, Tom Cruz, and Mission Impossible, you know, spies, all that stuff. Um, Or some of us think like it's, it's about bringing people who are outside, inside. Or some of us may be thinking it's about having our arrows pointed out. But this idea of mission 
is so central to the heart of God. And so what is the mission of God? And the mission of God is that the world would come to know Jesus and that God has this beautiful mission that he invites his people into, that we would bear witness to the life, death, burial, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ, his son, to every nation, to every tribe, to every tongue, to every people. And his mission is to save and restore us, his people, and his good creation through the Holy Spirit's empowerment of the church. Now that's really wordy, and I apologize for the wordiness. But if you look at, if you, if you ever, actually, those of you that have your phone, I, I want to invite you, this, this is normally not something that happens in a church, open up your phone, type in renewcommunity.org, um, that's our church's website, go to it, and then you'll see uh, the values page. I want you to flip on the values page. Some of you are like, I can't believe where he's giving me, don't check your email, fantasy football hasn't started yet, like it's okay, don't make those last minute changes. And if you don't have a phone, that's fine. But write down a few lines. There's this line in bold. It says, we seek to know our place in God's agenda and are called to participate in it. God's agenda is to bless, renew, and reconcile the messy and broken world that we live in. Therefore, we sense our call to be servants sent out to be missionaries and change agents in our spheres of influence in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's brilliant. Yeah, so we're not, we're not the inventors of this thing, right? Like even in the passage that we read, God started this mission before Abraham, but he calls Abraham as one of the first agents of this mission. Like he called Adam and Eve to, uh, to subdue and to, uh, to rule over the earth. But those words, we get really confused. And I'd love to get into that. I'm not. But the idea of this mission of God is a mission that has been longstanding since, and it is going to pass us. And so we become stewards of this mission. We become heralds of this mission. We are called, we are the called people of God who have the beautiful opportunity. We are the get-tos to proclaim this mission to the world. And I believe that Jesus is the hope of the world. And the church, that's us, that's Renew, that's Lanzo Life, that's the churches in our area. Uh, we are called and empowered by the Spirit to share this hope to all the people of our towns, our, our neighbors, our coworkers, et cetera, et cetera. And this is exactly what I love that took place last night when the community dinner folks ran out of pulled chicken sandwiches. That there's this idea of partnering with God in seeing even somehow the mission of God showing up at tables around really good food. And I think there's something that's really beautiful when we begin to think about what the church looks like. And Renew, we have a few musts. And Moving forward, I think we must have a deep understanding about God's mission for the church, and part of that is to have a robust thought on the church, or the, the, the theological word is an ecclesiology, because our mission 
flows from our ecclesiology. So the way that we look at the church, the way that we look at how we engage the world flows and how we think about the church, which flows from who Jesus is. So it doesn't just flow because we want to do these great things. We understand Jesus as, as we sang, a good, good father. And so knowing that he is a good, good father who loves his people, who longs to see the world reconciled to himself, he has called a people, starting with Abraham, starting with Adam and Eve, he has called a people to be about this beautiful message of blessing the world, and he has given the church that mantle that we carry into the world with us. And so our flows. And so as a church, I believe that we must understand that we are called to exist. We are called to where we do not yet exist. The church is deeply needed. We must believe and proclaim that God is good. We must Jesus' love he can accomplish anything with his love. We must believe and proclaim the forgiveness of sins. We must believe and proclaim new life in Christ. And belief is not just a mental thing, my friends, but it is an action. It is a verb, not just a noun. We must believe that we are called, equipped, and empowered to partner with Jesus in the renewal of all things. And that means people, places, and problems that we come in contact with on a daily basis. Um, just a couple of days ago, I had a, a really great chance to connect with a lady. Um, her name is Hannah Nation, and she is, she is a, a missionary to China who's who staged here in the U.S., and her role is very unique. She runs, she's part of an organization called House Church Theology, which I just think is a really cool name. Um, but what she's doing is she's taking letters and sermons and um, essays from Chinese house church pastors and 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 converting them or translating them into English. And if you want to get convicted quick, uh, read some of these things, because you want to talk about people who pray, who love Jesus, who seek the good of the kingdom of heaven in the places where they are. Uh, these people will challenge you. These writings will challenge you. But what was really cool is as we chatted, I asked her a couple of questions and I said, what, like at the essence of a house church in China, what is it that they care about? Like what's the most, what's the deepest thing? She said, first and foremost, they just want to honor Jesus with everything that they do. And the second thing is they believe with every bone in their body that the fact that they are there means that Jesus is showing up in their neighborhood, in their towns, in their urban settings. I, it convicted my heart because I realized sometimes I'm like I'm part of a church and we are part of this thing and, and we do this thing and, and we love each other and there's really great stuff happening. But sometimes I forget that the fact that that Renew is situated where it is, that we have house churches all around, that we have a central place that we meet in Lansdale and we have people get scattered all over the area, that that means that the kingdom of hell is shaking wherever it is. That, are, that we are. Where the church is, the kingdom of hell is shaking. And so as, as we continue to talk, I was just amazed by the simplicity of faith. It's, we get the same thing when we talk to Pastor Brito. It's this beautiful understanding of, and for those that don't know, he's one of our, he's one of our um, partners. Uh, he is a pastor, church planner in India. And they, there's just this beautiful simplicity uh, about what they do. They read the Bible and they do it. Oh, Jesus says to take care of orphans and widows. Okay, let's start a freedom house. Let's get other churches involved and let's take care of orphans and widows. Um, he says to proclaim the gospel to all the nations. Let's get motorcycles so we can drive farther to proclaim the gospel. There's just this simplicity of faith that I think is so attractive and beautiful. 
And it's, it exists in the church throughout the world, but I think we can tend to overcomplicate much when it comes to the mission and what we're called to. And I want to remind us that as a church, we're called to believe that we're on mission with Jesus. We're called to understand that we're called to the renewal of all things and how we live actually matters to God. We must see ourselves as missionaries cleverly disguised as, and you fill in the blank. And I'm sorry, but I'm going to talk about God's mission again because I just think it's amazing. His mission is to reconcile the world to himself, and this has been the heart of God since the beginning of time. For God so loved the world that he sent Jesus to die for our sins, to be publicly humiliated and executed for my sin and for your sin, and this is what we come to remember and celebrate weekly at the table. This is what we come, this is who we come to worship. This is who we have devoted our lives to. This is who we sing, Christ is Lord, Christ is Lord, Christ is Lord, Christ is Lord of all. That while we were still sinners, he laid down his life for you and for me, and he calls us into new life, which includes loving relationship with him and a way to see people differently. He invites us to repent, to change, to trust, to say that Jesus is Lord over my life. And my friends, this is the daily work of my soul, and I hope it is for yours too. But back to the passage that we read earlier. You guys already preached that sermon. Yes, what we see is we see Abraham's life disrupted by the God of the universe. When God shows up, if he doesn't disrupt us, there might be a problem. We may not be fully listening. But God disrupts Abraham, throws him off rhythm, and says, you're going to go to this place. And as we look at the way that this forms, that this whole narrative kind of plays out over the years, we see the hilarity, the simplicity, and the beauty of the God who is madly in love with his creation, saying, I'm not just going to stand up here and make a bunch of followers, but I'm going to send my people to be the healing agents in the world that has been created. And so we see this, this idea of being blessed to bless the world. And this Abrahamic covenant should be at the heart of who we are as followers of Jesus. This is the heart of Jesus' ministry. This is at the heart of what we read of the passages that we heard and read last time we gathered for Christmas Eve. To hear the light of the world stepping in. To hear about the way that God has become present. um, To hear about his plan enacted by sending his son. And this is the part that we get to play in this. And this is 